Hey, leader, if you're looking for ways to get your team energized and engaged, a few interactive activities to help them keep your customer service top of mind, then this episode's for you. Crystal DeCuna here, and I'm thrilled to welcome you back to the Leaders Listen Up podcast. Hey, if you're new here, welcome, and thank you for joining us. And if you're a regular, this is going to be a great episode. I'm your host and your friend, and each week, we equip you with new tools and creative techniques to help you, the leader, design those epic customer and employee experiences, allowing you to continue to drive that loyalty, that retention, the sales, and really deliver award-winning customer service. My friend, my leader, we want you to be the people's champion for your team and for your organization. All right, so let's dive right into it. Last week, uh, I shared the first part of this two-part series where we wanted to give you interactive uh, activities. I've worked with so many leaders across different size organizations, and they're always asking for, Crystal, what's the exact thing? Like, What's an activity I can do? What's something quick and, and, and spontaneous that's like 15 to 20 minutes or even less that I can do to motivate my team to allow them to keep customer service top of mind? And so last week's episode, I shared three uh, dynamic interactive activities. If you haven't listened, uh, please go back and check out last week's episode. And today I'm going to share four more with you uh, that will, again, customize them, tweak them, make them your own. They're designed for that face-to-face customer um, if you're in person. However, they can all be tweaked and adjusted uh, to work for the virtual world, or perhaps you're on the phone with your customer. Uh, They can all be adjusted a little bit. These interactive activities will give your staff the opportunity to practice because what happens so often especially in customer-facing situations, is we never know what we're walking into, right? I often say a customer service professional is really the most challenging job because you never know what that customer is going to give you, right? And so we want to be able to practice these things in private and with our team and with our leaders so that they can perfect in in the moment, right? When they're with their customers, uh, there's no question. And these things will kind of come top of mind. So last week's episode was great. Shared some interactive activities with you there. And so today there's four more. Number one, we're going to talk about uh, Service Superstar Showcase. And so this allows you to encourage your staff uh, to nominate their colleagues who consistently go above and beyond for their customers. It allows them to really appreciate each other's craft. It allows them to to catch each other getting it right. Um, And it allows them to highlight those shining stars in the month, right? And so when you celebrate those shining stars, you can do them publicly. You can do them on social media. You could do them in an email, but allow your team to pick and nominate. Um, And so, you know, the fun thing is here is that in the beginning, let's say you have a staff of 100 people, maybe only 10 or 15 people will actually nominate. You don't want it to be like a must do. It's like, please do. Hey, if you see one of your team members, um, you know, performing um, or are really align- doing something that aligns with our core values or our vision or mission, uh, we ask you to nominate them. Here's a nomination form. And the nomination form can be super simple, three or five questions. Uh, if you're a small business, you can even do it on like Google Forms, keep it super simple, uh, but invite them to nominate nominate them, right? And so then you've got this banter that starts to go back and forth. People start to pick and choose. If you're an organization that works in silos, which I'm not a big fan of, but let's say you've got like a marketing department and an accounting department and and, and everybody kind of works really, really in silos, you can ask the team to select, um, you know, somebody that, that they nominate as a team. 
it'll start to, you know, remove some of those silos and get people to recognize each other and, and uh, nominate one person in the organization. So that's a great way to start showcasing those superstars. And again, always connect it to those business objectives. You could connect it to your vision, mission, core values. You could also connect it to key, key performance indicators, but connect it back to something that you're trying to achieve within the organization. All right, number two, customer experience swap. And so this allows you to have your staff temporarily switch roles uh, with colleagues from different departments. I tried this uh, in our home building industry when I worked in, in the home building industry a few years back, about eight, nine years ago. Um, and this was a great activity where we, you know, the salespeople switch roles with construction for a, a little while and um, construction switch roles with sales. And so you really got to be able to see and appreciate somebody else's job right? Somebody else's role. We actually incorporate elements of this into our hiring practices then uh, because we wanted every department to value and respect each other's role. And it, it was it was a fantastic exercise. If you want more information on that, just connect with me. I'm happy to, to dive into it with you. But um, this particular activity where they do a swap, it gives them the the opportunity to have that broader perspective um, on each other's roles, but also that customer's journey, right? So like a sales professional might know something about the customer's journey that a construction manager, a construction leader might not know. Um, and so it allows them to kind of work together to foster this like cross-functional collaboration uh, between all the different organization silos that can come together and ultimately uh, provide a really great customer experience and just start having those dialogues. Now, the challenge uh, with a lot of the, the virtual world that we're in right now is those dialogues just aren't happening, right? And so we have to look for opportunities to create those collaborations. And so maybe it's just a coffee uh, a virtual coffee chat, but they're there because they might not be in person, but they're still, um, you know, swapping out those customer experiences. Okay, number three is customer story sharing. Now, this is a great one to use, whether you're virtual, whether you're on the phone, or whether you're in person. But this allows the team to come together and prepare them for this a little bit uh, so they can kind of get the wheels turning. I usually like to send like an email or uh, a video email like a week before and then a little reminder a couple days before uh, so they get on top of it and they can keep it top of mind. But the idea here is to set up uh, a dedicated platform. So uh, well, I've done it on WhatsApp, we've done it on Messenger, Messenger, we've done it on intranets that, that an organization might have for larger companies. We've done it in Google on a Jamboard. I mean, you can do it wherever it works for you. But you want to set up a dedicated platform uh, where staff can share those memorable customer stories. Now, if you're in a huddle all together in person, I mean, that's fantastic. You can get them to make sure they're jotting it down on paper, though, so that when it's written, it's real, and they actually get the, the key thoughts out. So when was the situation? What was involved? What um, core value did you practice? Uh, what did the customer love about it? What were the results, right? So just to pick a couple of key things that are important to you in the business. Uh, keep it super simple, but allow them to come prepared. It's all about the preparation. Don't just show up and wing it, right? This is about wanting them wanting to prepare, wanting to bring that story. Uh, what I love about this, we did it a couple weeks ago, actually, with a, a team. And the one person shared a story and she involved like five other people from different departments. She said, you know what, the reason this situation, and this was a call center environment, and she said the reason this was so successful is because 
and Joe and Sally and Tom and everybody helped and we were all, you know, committed to that experience. And so that was really cool where she was really celebrating her team. So there's a lot of ways this can go. More than anything, it's just get them talking about those success stories. Because all too often we're talking about those bad, negative, challenging customer situations, right? We're always talking about those and those are those are necessary to talk about, but it's really great to celebrate those successes as well. Okay, number four, and the final one of this two-part series is the feedback frenzy. So create a feedback wall where customers can leave their comments, suggestions, and positive experiences. Have your staff regularly review and discuss the feedback. Um, You know, they can identify these common themes and um, they can implement necessary improvements as they come up. Another great way to do this is feedback frenzies, maybe depending on your environment, right? It really depends on what type of environment you're in. If you're in an e-commerce business, um, you know, this is great where you give everybody 10 phone numbers and say, you know, I need you to call these customers. I want you to ask them these these three questions. Um, And so get them to be able to connect with the customer. Now, in the customer experience world, we call this voice of customer customer data. Um, and it's very, very, you know, beneficial and we use it in a lot of different areas. But this in terms of an activity format, um, you know, this we're trying to keep it not complicated. What I don't want to happen is you get bombarded with data paralysis and you're like, oh, we're getting that information. Well, let's put it into data. Let's, you know, analyze it. This isn't about that. This is about your staff. This is about making them get creative, allowing them to hear from the customer, allowing them to get feedback directly from the customer. Um, and so so be cautious as a leader not to go down that that uh, analysis paralysis uh, angle because I know when I've done it in the past with organizations, the first thing they want to do is like, well, we're going to get that data. Let's you know put it in a spreadsheet and make sure I analyze it. Don't. This is not about the data. That's a whole nother exercise. This is about your customer and your employee talking and your team member taking that feedback and really designing something that's going to improve it or just learning from it. Right. And it's uh, and sharing their learning with the rest of the team. So this really depends on the size of your organization too. Of course, if you're, you know, a really large organization, this would, would not work um, the way it is. We'd have to tweak it and customize it um, for, for your business. But this is great for an organization. I would say, um, so I've done it with organizations around 300 people. So anywhere from like 100 to 300, this will work. 50 to 100, this will work. This will work with any small, medium business. It would work really well. Uh, that customer feedback is really, really powerful. You can also check places like your online reviews. If you're an organization that has hundreds and hundreds of reviews, uh, take some of those online reviews and start analyzing those and maybe give five to one group of people, five to another group and five to another group, give them a month. Uh, And when they come back to share it with you, it doesn't have to be a long-winded, drawn-out meeting, my friends. You know, give, hey, 10 minutes to share what your takeaways were from that. 10 minutes on what you learned from those customer reviews, right? Keep the momentum going. The last thing people want is another meeting. So keep it short and productive and engaging and interactive. Uh, I love flip charts. I'll put a flip chart out and say, okay, put your five things that you learned from those five Google reviews. Right. As a team, discuss it. What's important here is the dialogue. Right. We want people to just talk and engage with each other. Um, And this works really well in Zoom rooms, too. I've done this in um, in the virtual world. We had a group of 70 people and uh, and it worked like 
fantastic. Um, they all, you know, we pulled Google reviews and we did it that way. And it worked really well because they were in smaller groups uh, and they had some really great conversations. So depending on your platform, depending on the size of your organization, again, take the idea, tweak it, make it your own. Talk to me if you need help. I'm happy to, to help any way I can. All right, my friends, this is the end of the two-part series. I hope these seven interactive activities uh, bring your team a little bit of joy, a lot of fun, and I want you as a leader to feel equipped that you've got seven new tools in your toolbox to engage your team and really create that momentum you need to deliver outstanding customer experiences. That's all for today's episode, leaders. Thank you for listening. Uh, We hope you enjoy it. And hey, if you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your friends and your colleagues um, and continue to stay subscribed and listen. Next week, we've got another really great episode. So look forward to seeing you then. Have a great day, my friends. Bye for now.